Bob's podcast. Hope you're having a good day today. So relax, get a nice warm cup of tea and a nice soft blanket, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? And welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, with my co-host, Joel. If you guys have not listened to his interview, it probably hasn't come out yet. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Very interesting life abroad and also if you guys heard the slightly creepy what it was the asmr oh yeah int- yeah the, the intro that was him so yeah snuggle up with a warm blanket <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, philip philip welcome to welcome to the show thanks for having me yep i think that's what everybody says right that's like when you welcome them it's yeah everyone just has to say thank you for having me it's yeah just generic. something like that yeah yeah so i mean you don't want to say screw you friend <laughs> <laughs> i hate this i mean i'm being held against my will yeah sorry, because you guys are like users. right up to the thing yelling into it <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm here we go here perfect yeah cross her eyes like or cross her arms like legislators yeah. mm-hmm. something like that all right, so Philip, go ahead and give us the uh, the two minute life story. Jeez, <laughs> I don't have much of a story. I uh, oh, oh, trust me, he does. I have a story, but it's too much to go into. I uh, shoot, I grew up in the slums of Syracuse, I guess you could say, for my entire life. <laughs> I lived on one of the worst parts of Syracuse, but. I, I didn't really care. I had six brothers. Nobody nobody cared to mess with us. We didn't mess with anybody. Kind of stayed in our own shell and bubble. I think I was... Shoot, I went to school from... First grade till eighth. And then I was homeschooled in high school. Uh, I played for a uh, homeschool travel team. Soccer. Soccer, yeah. That was kind of my, was kind of my thing. Even after high school... Soccer was my thing until COVID hit. Um, after that, I went to uh, I went down to Virginia where I married my wife and had my first son. And uh, yeah, now we have another one on the way. Well, daughter this time. We'll see how that goes. It's gonna be an adventure. But okay, yeah. so so I'll I'll help you walk through this. So first, you know, like growing up through eighth grade, public school. Yeah, public living school. in the slums in Syracuse. You know, yeah, pu- public school was okay. It was, uh, Mr. I was like the smart kid, so everybody wanted to come and help get all this help from me, and so I never really got beat up in school because I was the guy who like, hey, I'll like. I'll Did your brothers you. get like beat up in school? Actually, there were very few of us because we were all pretty smart, and so we were the kid that everybody comes to and was like, hey, how do you do this? And so like, if someone tried to mess with us, like they'd have like ten people down their throat. It was crazy, okay. but. Did you yeah, ever get in a fight? I had respect. I never got into a fight. I, I think people respected me well enough. I, I did almost get jumped during uh, the, the section of schooling as Black History Month. I got jumped because uh, they were like, this is what you did to us. Oh my like, goodness. Yeah. There were like three or four of them. I almost got jumped at school, but uh, thank goodness it was broken up before I ever got beat up. I got thrown to the ground, but they were about to like, yeah. That was an experience. I was I was mad walking home that day, but hey, you get over it. I, honestly, I'm getting used to getting beat up. I have six brothers. I got jumped before, you know. It's nothing new to me. Okay, and then uh, homeschool. Homeschool during high school. High school. Then you, that's when you yeah. played travel soccer. Yeah. Syracuse. My Eagles. mom made. Yeah, my mom made me uh, take like college courses in tenth grade. 
11th, 12th grade, like, I was taking, like, Hillsdale College economics, I majored in his history, college history, whatever, I remember. My mom was a little bit strict on what I had to do. Mm. So I got through, I got through the four years, thank goodness. I Last year, I kind of sped it up so I could work, work more. I was already working, I think, by the time I was in 10th grade. So I was working, playing travel ball, and doing school. Was that the whole thing when you did the landscaping, like the detail landscaping or whatever? Yeah, so I worked for, like, one guy who had, like, these major, like, gardens, and, like, his yard always looked perfectly pristine. How did you meet this guy? I don't even know. I think I was, oh, yeah, I was working in a grocery store, and he's like, hey, if you quit here, I'll hire you, and he was going to hire me for, like, $20 an hour. I was making 11 bucks over there. I was like, heck yeah, man. And I could make my own hours. So I was like, okay. Right. So I was that... working at like Green Hills School or Green Hills. And I was like, screw you guys. Bye. So so you went and you did like detail landscape yeah. stuff. Like mulch, edging, weeding. So I had mulch. I'd, edge, I'd, I'd do a lot of edging. I'd do a lot of weeding. I'd actually like recreate gardens. I'd take out olds, remake new gardens. I'd, I did a lot of uh, planting like ve- vegetables and stuff too. So mm-hmm. I was like super big like potato harvest for how small of a backyard section that I used mm. tons of tomato I mean baskets of tomatoes like super ripe I mean all of it was like great stuff I learned to do all of that stuff like growing all that kind of stuff um did you do like lawn care stuff too like mowing or is it just like garden and landscape no, I, yeah I did like mowing I did you know weed whacking around um most of the stuff was a lot of the stuff to do with the gardens but I, uh, I'm trying to think, because I know there were, like, times where I did, man, I had something in my mind that I had done at one point. I mean, I I used, I mean, obviously mowers, but I never really, like, used zero turns or anything like that. What did I, you use? I just push mower, okay. push mow, weed whacking, stuff like that, you know, I'd edge. So who, what, what's the company, what's the company's name? Oh, it wasn't a company. It was for a private residence. Oh, it was just had, one like, dude's house. Yeah, yeah. And like he a had, huge like, house. Extents, and the house wasn't even that big. I mean, it was a nice house. He was like a professor his entire life. But hmm. he had like extensive gardens. That's what he decided to do with the rest of his life. Okay, so it was so, one dude's house yeah, that he went over there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he had like tons of gardens. I mean, like, you know how people go to like garden shows mm-hmm. and they have like their gardens everywhere. He had like... I don't know, he probably had 15 different ty- kinds of gardens. It was crazy. Is he like um, a botanist or something? Or? So he actually was a professor in history, but, I mean, he just knew a lot of botany and stuff like that. Mm. He, he like, I, I would, like, literally shape hedges, edges, like triangular or, you know, cone, cone shapes. Like, he made it, he, like, he wouldn't let me finish, like, hedge trimming a hedge that was in his front yard. He had two stretched across his entire front yard. They were long until everything was perfectly straight. Like when I tell you, you would look down there, like everything was perfectly straight. Not a single thing was sticking up. It took me like two hours to do one. It was crazy. Hmm. But yeah, he was like super detailed about everything. It was fine. You know, I worked three, four hours, made my 60 bucks go home, you know, for 10th grade or shoot. That's you know, fine. Cash. Yeah. 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 Hey, that's, that's, a, that's a dream right there. So tell, tell everyone about the, um, there's a different part to the story, uh, on top of meeting your wife, previous to meeting her, how you met her, uh, oh, yeah. tell, tell yeah. everyone about your, uh, your, how you're actually a TikTok influencer. Yeah. 
Yeah, for uh, you don't you don't know you don't know about this. No. Joel, my co-host, is is not being a very good co-host right now. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even he doesn't even know what we're talking about. No, yeah, no, I guess uh, it was. What did I start? I started probably close to when the pandemic started. I decided that I was gonna twenty nine late twenty nineteen. Yeah, I I decided since I had nothing else to do, really, soccer was closed down. Basically, stuff like that. I decided to kind of. Uh, use TikTok as a as a platform for ministry so I went in and I I started making Christian videos or like a minute long you know editing them posting them I probably posted hundreds of them before I got like thousand followers once you get to that stage you start going like live you can I did like online bible studies for people I, once you get to a thousand yeah on TikTok I, yep so how many did it take to get there? Like legit, like can you give us a how many videos? How many videos? I would say at least seventy-five to hundred videos. And how long did it take you to get all of those up? Did you do multiple a couple day? months? Couple months. Okay. I did a few in a day. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah, I did a few. I mean, they're only a minute long, so you can like edit how you wanted to and just post them. I mean, I could do a video in like 10, 15 minutes and post it. Okay, so you do like two or three of those a day. Yeah. Yeah. Every single day yeah. for a couple months. Yeah. So I got on there, I started doing lives, that's where my wife, she actually got on my Instagram live that I did one at one point, was but the she one was that... following me on TikTok, which is how she knew about my Instagram. Okay, so was it the His Love account that you, was... like, follow me on Instagram? No, it was, uh, it was my regular one, it was a Philip. Okay, is it private now? Yeah. You... I don't remember, I might have, just because I don't like certain people on there, and if you publicize it, like, too many people get on there that you don't want to be on there. Um, so I kind of made that like my own private friend stuff, but she had followed me on TikTok, and I think that's how she followed me on Instagram too. You think so? You've never actually asked her? I, she, she just, I don't even remember what she said. She, I was on live on Instagram. I think, yeah, I think I was right. Yeah. She, uh, she followed me on TikTok. I probably followed her back because I was following everybody who followed me at the time. That's kind mm -hmm. of also how you build it. Yeah. Probably followed her back, not even really thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think she followed me on Instagram, which is where I saw her Instagram page. And then I messaged her on Instagram. And I was just like, nice to meet other Christian people who were doing online ministry stuff. So like she's that. Do, she, she was, was doing, doing the same thing. On TikTok or on Instagram? Yeah, on TikTok. Too. TikTok. Instagram is more personal stuff. Um, but yeah, I did like, so I have like 14 and a half thousand followers on TikTok. So tell, tell everyone how old you were when you started doing that. 19. Okay, 19. And then you met her, still 19? Yeah. Okay. No, I say I... During I was, COVID? Like... Okay, I probably was... Okay, take that back. I was 18. I started in May when I was 18. Probably January 2019. Mm -hmm. Met her in March 2020. Wow, like earlier no, no, late no, March. No, I'm sorry, I started in December 2019, TikTok, and okay. then I met her in March 2020. Jeez. And then I started dating her in April, like over the phone, basically. I went down to visit her family and her and stuff, and, um, and then a couple months later, I moved down there. I think it was July, August, I was engaged. October, we were married. So within a six-month period. Yeah, so... Um... During the COVID, like right in the beginning, you went down and, and met her family and everything yeah. like that. And yeah. they were just chill. They were yeah. fine. Yeah. So it's just up here. It's crazy. Well, 
down there uh, it was still kind of crazy i mean everywhere was crazy obviously but they were less strict with like rules and stuff like that and her family like i honestly was afraid driving down there that they were gonna like pull me over off the side of the road and be like why are you crossing over the state like you know how it was back then it's crazy like it was crazy i i was scared i was gonna get pulled over or something but i made it down fine and they were yeah they were chill they were all outside nobody cared i mean it was nice you know April in New York can still be kind of chilly. Oh, my goodness. Drove down there. It was like 80 degrees, chilling. People were playing, like, basketball already. I was like, man, it's like summer. had already been here. So, And so you moved down. I moved down two months later in July. So I went in April and then moved down in July. So I came back. I worked my rear end off. I saved up a couple thousand, went down there, bought a truck. Uh, within a week, I had bought a truck, rented my own house that was on 180 acres of land. Um, so you bought a house down there too? I didn't buy a house. I rented a house that was down there. Someone was renting out a house that was literally sitting on 180 acres. Okay, so you rented that house? Yeah, I rented the house. My, you myself. bought a truck too? I bought a truck while I was down so there. So this was pre, because now you have the Ford Fusion. Yeah, that was before that. Um, I had a truck and it was... What kind that, of truck was it? Chevy Silverado. It, it didn't last, like, it lasted like three months. It was bad. I bought it for 2500 too. Uh, it wasn't worth it. I don't know. Um, no, actually, it lasted me. Well, let's see. It lasted me from July till October. Okay. Still. So, like, until you got married. Yeah. 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 I bought the Fusion, like, a week before I got married. Okay. Um, we got married. I mean, yeah. So, you, so you went down, and you would you only had been, like, going out in person for, like, a month and a half, two months. Yeah. Okay, but it was just, like, everything else was over the phone before then. Well, March to April, like end of April was all over the phone. I went down for a week and then came up and two months were over the phone. So when did you say, down. hey, we're, we're going to take this seriously and if if we think it's a good fit, we're going to get married? How soon in? So actually... So you're like, the March, first phone call, I he's like, like March. He's like, listen, babe, you've never <laughs> actually seen me without an Instagram filter on, but trust me, I'm good looking. No. So listen... So, we, uh, after the live, because I was talking on, on the topics of, like, anxiety and depression and stuff, because it's a big part of what I had, like, overcome, and so I was helping other people with that, and, uh, I was kind of helping her through that at the time, and sending her stuff, and I was like, I tried to send it somewhere, I couldn't send it, so she sent me her number, and after that, it kind of just, after, like, sending her some songs to help her, some like verses and stuff like that um we just kind of started talking i think the first time i actually called her i was out practicing i was out playing soccer and uh then uh yeah from then on i think it will between that first call it was like march like 20th or something until mm-hmm. april 2nd april 2nd was then like we had been like praying for two weeks because we really liked each other we've been praying two weeks if this was supposed to be she had, had like i told her i was like listen I'm not going to do all this, like, dating, breaking up kind of stuff. If if you see me as the kind of person that you can marry, then we'll date, and then I'll marry you. Like, that's just how it was. So I told her, if you want to date if you want to date me, then you're going to marry me, but if you're not, I'm not even going to waste my time with it. Or it'd be like, a, we can go out and take this seriously, and then in two months we revisit, and we either get engaged. No, or it wasn't up. even that. It was just right no, off the bat. It was straight. I told her straight. 
I said, this is what's going to, and she was, she, she wanted the same thing. So she was fine. What, what about her parents? Were they like, uh, what in the world? Her on? mom definitely was. Her dad was kind of like, how is it going to work long distance? How is this going to happen? Cause I actually asked both of them to date her before I dated her. Um, so how how'd you how'd you find them? Just like you found her account, and then just she was following yeah, and them. Yeah, they gave me their numbers, whatever. Then um, <laughs> I asked them. Okay. Um, her dad was a little like, but me and her dad are like were like super close after that. Like, okay. he's super chill guy. I mean, he's like this big guy. He he almost went into the WWE when he was like twenty, but he he refused the contracts because he wanted to be a family man, and he knew that kind of lifestyle wasn't going to be good for taking care of a family um so i mean big guy brawling strong works at a jail that's what he does he's been doing that for like 17 18 years maybe 20 years now i don't remember exactly how long he's got like five or six years before he can retire with pension or whatever okay but yeah that's what he's been doing i think he's risen up in the ranks of that um so at first i was terrified i was like holy cow like his his dad's like in the co and it's like he could rip me in half with no problem um no no we kind of hit it off you know we both like sports we played a lot of sports you know we watched a lot of sports we hung out we did so it was cool i mean their family was pretty cool her siblings were cool and so you just moved you moved down yeah so i moved down there april 2nd we got we decided to date and then I'd say July 2nd, I moved down there. So three months? Yeah. Okay. And then July, and then you got engaged in August? Yeah, end of August. And then August, two September, months. October. Yeah, two months later, we got married. Okay. And then Gabe was like immediately out. You guys had Gabe within nine months of getting married. Yeah, yeah. So Gabe was a uh, was honeymoon souvenir, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went to Outer Banks, North Carolina, which is eventually the dream to buy a house down there. Yeah, you tell me about it, yeah. Uh, beautiful, most beautiful place I've ever been. No, it's really nice. Outer Banks, gorgeous. Outer Banks, North Carolina is amazing. It's um, off the charts. I'd like to buy a few houses down there in Airbnb because they make a killing out there, but, you know, the, you know, a couple a few years down the road. Yeah, who knows? Airbnb might change too. Everyone's getting super strict with Airbnb because it's I like mean, regardless, party houses and all this. Other yeah, stuff. yeah. I mean, obviously, you you want to have make sure that it's like clean. You, I I focus on more family houses. You know, more multi, f- bigger families, rent to bigger families. Yeah, That's sure. where you really make more more of the money. Mm-hmm. I uh, obviously some some lady was down there was renting out. I don't know whether it was you told me this or someone else. Literally, she had like one airbnb that could fit like 20 people and they all paid like 7200 a week and from there 7200 a week i mean you think about that for a summer that's i think that's i think that's an, that's an that's an anomaly and the house is probably a multi-million dollar house it's, it's huge but it's but of course it's a multi-million dollar house you have but to go get a mortgage on something like that. but but from there she had bought like five of those yeah. so she was there's like, i mean once you get the first it's just killing. like dominoes yeah. yeah she was killing it out there but um, yeah, so... Anyway, so Gabe... So Gabe yep. is... How old is Gabe now? Gabe is 14 months. Okay, so you were in Virginia for a bit. Then you moved back here. I moved Why back and here when? after my dad passed last December. Okay. So he passed from COVID. I moved back here in April. Okay. Um, and then you were working... My, 
you started becoming a barber, right? And that was no, after. No, no. So actually, I was down in Virginia. I was working as a as a floor lead and a uh, company trainer for a major company called Capstone Logistics, where they unloaded for major warehouses. They unloaded mm-hmm. semis. They used heavy equipment and stuff like that. That's what I was doing. I actually I do did that for the first like nine months living there. Then for six months, I was after COVID hit. I was on call due to some things going on with my body, like injuries and stuff. Then mm-hmm. I went back there for a week. And within a week, I had such problems with, I had three hernias. I didn't know I had three. I thought I only had one. So I went to the doctors, like within a week of going back to the company. Mm-hmm. I They went in, they fixed one and they found two more. Mm-hmm. So they fixed three hernias within a time. It's not like a tear on your organ? It's, it's like, it's a tear in a, in a it's basically a, a, a muscle or, a, or a, a wall that holds your intestines mm-hmm. from like pushing through. Yeah. And, and, and when that rips tears. the, yeah, when that rips the intestines is just able to push through, which could be dangerous because if you twist in the wrong way, the intestine become a twist. And at that point you're screwed. Yeah. You're dead. Um, so I, I had that taken care of. Normally you can go back in six weeks, but I had three at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go back and risk something where I could tear it again. Mm-hmm. Cause once you tear it twice, I mean, you could get it fixed again, but that's, well, that was the most excruciating pain I had ever felt after the surgery. I couldn't walk. I couldn't, like I was, I walked out point? of the hospital. Yeah. I was out of the hospital. Like my wife was like, he looks like he's going to die. Like I was pale as all get out. I couldn't. Like I could hardly use the bathroom, which is the worst part of it, for like a for like a day, day or two. It was, it was bad. You know, eventually you could start walking, but very slowly. It takes time. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty bad. So I didn't go back to that. And then uh, that was late November, twenty twenty one. So last year, late November, and uh, I would say so. My dad got sick. Like late November too, we thought it was just gonna be over. My mom got over it quick. He actually got over COVID, but with whatever underlying things he had with his lungs already, it kind of made it worse. So he went on a uh, whatever those ventilator. Ventilator. Within like three weeks, he was dead. Uh, Basically, Mm -hmm. three major strokes to the brain. Two like he had like two heart attacks. He had heart failure. Things like that. So he might have been kept alive on, like, machines, but it wasn't worth it. Yeah. You know, no way for him to live. Mm. Um, so you moved back. So I, I didn't move back, actually. I was there visiting, and me and my brothers went to a barbershop for, for, uh, just to get our hair cut right before Christmas, because he died December 21st. Mm-hmm. Christmas was in a couple of days, so, yeah. you know, family stuff. We all went to go get a haircut, kind of as a... I think one of our brothers was like, that's my Christmas present. Everybody's paid for haircuts. Okay. Um, so I went to the shop. I was, I, you know, we were actually going to leave within a month. We'll go back down to Virginia, figure out what I was going to do from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just talking with a barber. I was, you know, asking about his job, how he liked it. You know, what it was, what, you know, did he go to school, stuff like that. I wasn't even looking for it. I I not even thought in my mind about being a barber mm-hmm. at the time. And he goes, no. But he was talking so easily with me. He's like, you know, you'd be a perfect barber. We're looking for an apprentice. You want a job. And this was at Just clean, like that. At Clean Cut, <laughs> yeah. where you work now. Clean Cut Barbershops. Yeah. 
it took me a couple of months. I, I had so many questions. Like most barbers would have been like, no, you're you're asking too much. But yeah, he kind of stuck with it. I kind of told God, if this is what you want me to do, we'd put all these doors in front of it. And mm-hmm. he'd answer all of them. And he did, right? Like exactly how we, how, you know, how we wanted it to be, if that's what he wanted, you know? Yeah. And uh, from there, yeah, I say we moved back in April because we were down back down in Virginia for a couple months, mm-hmm. figuring out what we were gonna do. Moved back in April, where I've been barbering. <clears throat> yeah, since I mean, I hands on May, May till now, almost October. Okay. Yeah. And just a heads up for you guys who are listening, you probably hear my mom in the kitchen right now. She's making dinner. It's like four thirty. She's got. To, she's starting on dinner. So, if you hear that. Um, and tell them about right before you got hired, the, uh, the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh uh, yeah, Dunkin'. it was just like a part time. You were working trying. two jobs. So yeah, I was shop. barbering, three days, barbering three days a week and then, uh, filling extra time. I was at Dunkin' Donuts, just make extra money. Just the one down by the gym yeah. we work out? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. No, no, not but further up, further up by Walmart. Uh, okay. There in Camillus, right, right next to McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, that I mean that was close to where you. Yeah, it was like fifteen bucks an hour. Just like whatever. I was living with my brother at the time because mm-hmm. we had just moved, and that's where that's where I was at the time. And it was like right down the street, so I didn't have to drive or anything. It was like you know, just quick walk. gig, quick gig, real quick. Um, that didn't last like, about a month. You so know? you worked there for a month. Maybe. I remember because it's kind of funny. I was looking for a guy to. It's like God's perfect plan for sure because yeah. I was looking for somebody to cover for me because I was going to like this uh, camp for like a week and I was like I'm not going to have my phone I'm not going to have anything I need someone to run the show for me so our, uh, a friend Tim Tim if you're listening you're the man uh, Tim uh, I, I was like hey do you want to you know cover for me for a week because he had done it the previous year and he did a great job and um, he was like he was kind of like basically saying no. Like he was like, I'd have to push this off and this off and this off and we'd have to do this. I was like, yep, I can make it all happen for you. He's like, you know what? Just talk to Philip because you had like driven a truck for them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so I was, they, they do like cutting trees or whatever and I drove their like super big like Ford Super Duty diesel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that thing was nice. <laughs> but yeah, I went, I, I drove for them for a day, helped them like load trees and whatnot. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so I was like, he's like, yeah, talk to Philip. So I think I called you. What, what? It was some sort of event that day. Was it? I don't know. July something. Was it July like fourth or no? It wasn't because that was after. What? What was the the occasion? Because I remember you had something going on with your family that evening. I don't know. Probably some sort of family gathering. Who knows? My yeah, yeah. Because I, I called you and and I shot you a text. It was like a huge massive text. You remember? It was like a paragraph. Yeah. And I sent you two, like, paragraph-long texts. And you call me back. You're like, yeah, man, I'm going to, to this, like... And I thought it was a party at first. I was like, what's going on? And uh, yeah, I'm going to this gathering. And I had seen you at church, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the same church. So I had seen you. And I was like, no way. Dude, like, he has a kid and a wife. What is going on? Yeah, because we had, we had been in, like, classes, like, two years before. Yeah, no, we had, yeah... Like, like co-ed or homeschool classes or whatever yeah. with Mr. Wood or whatever. How... That was, like, two years. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, like... Well, I guess it'd be like three or four now, but it felt like shorter because it was like, dude, I saw this guy not that long because you came to church after the classes too. Did to I? Chapel when your dad was still around that winter. Did I? I didn't go for church though. I went for uh, I went for the uh, student section. Yeah, the youth group. Yeah, I was there at the youth group. Uh... 
I just remember it was like it was crazy because you right just before up. COVID, COVID. A- anyway, anyway, I was like, uh, yeah, do you want to come hold this, do this week for me? I was like, and you're, and I was like, yeah, I'll probably train you for this, that, and the other thing too, because you should. I told you like, I didn't knew how to use a zero turn or whatever because yeah, I'd done it before. I didn't believe you, you know, yeah. some random guy. I was literally like, I remember talking to you as I was like literally driving. I was like merging onto the highway with like my new truck. Like I have no idea how to drive this thing. I'm just like driving up, talking on the phone with this random guy about you know. Him working for he's like when can I start? I was like I don't know. You're like how about two weeks from now? And you literally went out and quit your job at Dunkin' Donuts. To yeah, come, yeah, to yeah. Come work. No, I because I texted you and I was like, hey, are you interested in someone running the show for you for a couple of days so you can do the business side of things? Because I had done was stuff that like that before. Yeah, and you were like, you were like, let me think about it. And then you were like, yeah, I could use somebody who you know who do it. I can train you to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think within a month I was running the show. <laughs> show after that. Very quick. Yeah. But I had, because I had already had experience, like I was a, I, I was a floor lead for a major company at 19. They wanted me to be a site manager because I was managing, but I told them that I couldn't because they were only offering me 48 grand for the year to travel all yeah. over the country. And I was it's like, not a good no. deal. It's like 80 hours a week, day, weeks, like, yeah. I mean, they paid for food and they paid for other stuff like that, but it wasn't worth it. You know, yeah, I was like, I just having kid. a kid. Yeah. I just had a kid, just got married. I was like, no way I can do that. So I, I kind of denied them that. And, uh, so you showed up, you're on the job and then we, uh, we got right to it within a month, I'd say. Yeah. Within a yeah. month. Um, you broke a couple of things. Do you remember you broke the emergency brake on the truck? The I did. Brake, and then I fixed it and you broke it again. Did I? Yeah. Wow. So that was, uh, so I'm just going to leave that broken until I go to sell the truck and then I'll fix it. <laughs> and then, you know, if they want to break it, they can break it. Because <laughs> you shoved it so hard into I the did. floor. Yeah. Like, I think we were on that hill now. over at, like, Elderman or whatever. Yeah. It was over there in the town of Camillus where, like, that steep hill or whatever. Oh, can, yeah. oh that thing is, like, freaky, bro. Trying to get that lawnmower off there. It's I like, did it by yeah. myself with, with Galileo. I, I was just like, pulled it right off. Yeah, I was like, you have to, like, sit on top of it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. And then you drove away with it on... I think that was the thing. Probably. And that I was, forgot that I had put it on and yeah. I started driving with it. I, yeah. I think I think I showed up at a location and you like just pulled up and the parking brake was like on. So Yeah. Parking brake RIP. Um I right, will segue. Anything that you would do different, improve, what could what could change to make the company more profitable? I mean you get to see a lot of the back end stuff too. So what what could change employees? What would make the guys happier and, and, and well, make everything run smoother? I think definitely getting, I think definitely getting uh, con- consistency with the uh, employees. Definitely, we want you know coming in the next year, you know, we you know we have Joel, we have Oliver, but we want to get somebody or something who's like ready to like also willing to put in the hours, put in the mm-hmm. time. Like I I don't know. I felt like in the beginning of the year we had like Max was like pushing off this or pushing and then we had like Tyler Meyer who could only come in a few times which is fine you know you got to do what you got to do during the summer but like we definitely needed that consistency to make it work we need another so basically next year I'm going to be kind of stepping away from my position and going and doing my own thing Philip's going to fill in my position and then we're going to find a guy to fill in your position so we need like a full-time guy so if you're listening and you want a job hit me up on interview (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so that's so that's a that's a big thing for next year at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say definitely equipment would help. I mean, those battery operated 
things were horrible. Well, we just bought uh, the whole setup. You yeah, yeah, that? yeah. That's so that's, that's going to be the is. biggest thing. Um, I think for next year that Have should you seen create. Them? No. That should. You have not seen them. No. Is the equipment still in the trailer? Yeah. And um, what equipment? The, the uh, whackers and blowers. Like no, gas, no, we put them in whackers. there. You didn't see the gas whackers yet. No, They're in the I, shed. I heard you mention them. All right, we'll have to go out there and, and uh, show show off our very new expensive equipment. But yeah. Anyway, um, I think that stuff's definitely gonna help as far as like not going over so many things so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, Little tummy, R.I.P. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> Little dummy was our like. I say we should be able, as far as like company growth and profit, as well as easing of the company, kind of like mindset wise, would be being able to kind of. Uh, I say now that we kind of have a regular client base, mm-hmm. being able to focus on. So cut the junk. Cut the yeah outliers. yeah yeah yeah. So, Focus on the things that are quick. Focus on the things that are profitable quickly that make mm-hmm. us money. People who aren't, who are, you know, they're not super hard to deal with. I mean, you know, you're always going to have clients that are difficult to deal with sometimes, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I'd say, you know, people who we know are just like, you know, I don't want to get phone calls at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. People threatening to sue me, you know. I that's <laughs> I'm good. That was another one that was like that was a couple of days ago. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Right. She was she was like drinking or something. Like she that, so. she must have been drunk or something. She probably left a voicemail at you, but then she called my phone and she goes she, she cusses voicemail. me out on oh the phone. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought it was like someone like, due to my car that I was fixing or something, but she she calls me at nine thirty at night. I'm like chilling watching a movie with my family mm-hmm. and eating dinner or whatever and she calls me at like 9 30 at night and she goes there's what a lot the of heck is wrong with you like yeah, a lot different of... wording but yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys messed this or... and i was like ma'am i don't even know if your property is on our list like that must be a new property like what's the name she hung up on me and then yeah. she tried to call me back i didn't answer it but yeah. uh i ended up calling her the next day and she was super chill we just went over yeah. some grass seed yeah so, i don't know it is what it was... is but uh, I was that's that's why I'm saying it's like if we could prioritize what we want, mm-hmm. hopefully I'd like to get in. You know, if we can get like one, one or two major uh, commercial commercial problem. where we don't have to do uh, snow during the winter, yeah. we can just focus on. I think that'll be a big cut for mm-hmm. us too. Um, Not having to think about if what I would like dogs. to see. One of the biggest things I would like to see on the regards of uh, customers. Is having that work phone where it's like this is our schedule, this is yeah. where we can call, this is the time limit that you can call, this mm-hmm. is, you know, I'll I'll get on the phone with we'll people probably, from this and from this time, yeah. and after that it's like we'll yeah. probably have um, the phone that I have now. We'll just use that, and I'll just go buy another phone for yeah. myself. Yeah, so I think that'll make that easier for me too, especially doing the the customer side of it all. Um, yeah. I don't know, I think once, I, I think you have the online stuff kind of getting hammered out, mm-hmm. you know, doing that stuff, so I think that'll be fine, but yeah, I, th- I think definitely, you know, it's good to have guys who know what they're doing, so that when we get those new guys on, they're like, these are our expectations, this is what mm-hmm. we want, that's We, huge. you know, 10, 15 minutes a yard max, that's what we do, yeah. Um, yeah, we hit 25 to 30 yards a day, that's, yeah. that's quota, you know, mm-hmm. and I, th- unless it's, you know, pouring rain or s- whatever, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like guys ready, willing to do that, 
Um, that's going to be key. And I think if we have that next year, it'll even be more profitable. We will be able to cut the junk that we don't want. Be able to. Yeah, and we do need to raise prices like a lot. Yeah, definitely. That was a big thing. I was surprised when it came out of here. It's like charging 25, 30 yards. I go, my own personal yards, I charge at least 40, and people are happy with it. But yeah, yeah I think even putting it up five bucks and, you know, we have a zero turn, which is nice. I didn't have a zero turn when I charged 40, but, you know, so it'll be quicker, but I think that'll definitely be a big thing too because now you're looking at 200, 200 plus a year per client yeah. or per, per month per client, you know, it's like, yeah, 200 extra is, I mean, you add that up, it becomes quite substantial. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely more profitable, better equity. Yeah. And the equity with a new truck that we're gonna get, I think, is gonna put equity into our, into the business side, material wise. I mean, we have like thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment now. Yeah. After buying that new stuff and the new motor and the zero turn and all that stuff. Yeah, I say with a new truck, you're looking at 40, 40, 50, 50 grand worth yeah. of stuff itself. Just, just within the clients itself, or double that. Yeah. You know. So, anything, anything else on on that side of the improvement thing before we we segue it? I'm sure there's more, but I can't think of it right now. Okay. All right. Tell them about the the future. Uh, tell them about the barbershop, the Airbnb. Give us the uh, the three or four minute future synopsis. Just to entertain us for a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would say twenty summer of 2024. Goal is to move back down south and open up my own barbershop. Mm-hmm. Um, but the year before off. next next year, I'm. Uh, I'm doing the barbering for my regular schedule, three days, maybe four days on a Saturday. If and I you won't to. be a student anymore, so you'll get more of the money? I usually, I'll probably be making more, a lot more money doing that. And then uh, on the side, I'll, I'll probably be running this. So for the two days that I'm off during the yeah. week, I'll, I'll run this. I'll run the business side of it mm-hmm. and have the, you know, my form and figure the, figure the rest out kind yeah. of. Um, yeah, that'll probably be a couple extra hours every night, but yeah. you know it is what it is. For an extra forty-five um, grand a year, it's not not bad. Yeah, hopefully we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, we got to be extra, like yeah, clients I'd l- I'd gone. Like to, no, these junk. I'd like gone. to get some of our good guys to be able to have higher paid too as well. Oh, you know, for sure, eighteen for sure. to twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, I want to get there. Yeah, um, Joel's like. Yes, please. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I don't object to twenty dollars an hour. You know? <laughs> I'd, uh, but yeah, that's kind of the goal. I think, you know, I'd start a, so my wife lives in a small town. There's not really too many barbers down there. Um, so I'd like to start a small shop right in the center of town, kind of see if I can grow that business quickly. And if I can, then I'll expand out to growing a couple more barber shops probably mm-hmm. and kind of make a, a franchise. I've already come up with like names and logos kind of, of what I'm planning Getting ahead of doing. himself. He hasn't sat down and talked to me yet. I haven't given him the... The chop chop, haven't destroyed his dreams yet. Yeah, uh, that I mean that's the hope. And I mean, if I'm yeah. comfortable with one shop and I'm making good money, I mean down there, hundred grand is. I mean, you're like a millionaire down there where she lives. If you make a hundred grand a year, I mean, is what it is. Your hot but, stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, you know it's a good living, but I want to. I I definitely you know if God uses me to to be able to make good wealth for myself, I definitely be able to. <laughs> Uh, one thought was to start a barber truck as well, where mm. I would invest in a truck and I'd put That's a barber really chair in there and I'd go around certain places, cities or whatever, cut homeless people's <coughs> hair and, and kind of give out the gospel, make a community kind of that way too. Um, 
So we'll see. I mean, but yeah, I, I'm 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 loving the barbering work. It's it's a lot of detail. It's definitely been a journey. It's been very hard. It's been the most difficult trade I've ever, most difficult job I've ever gone into. I'd say, uh, so much to learn. But I mean, even in barbering, it's like 17 years in, you're still gonna be learning new things. Mm-hmm. Say like my boss just just found a new way to fade hair, different way. You know, it's, there's so many, and he'd been doing it for 17 years, you know. So it's just like, it's kind of, you know, it's it's a style, it's a touch, it's your own artist touch, it's your own way of doing things. I like the fact that I can kind of make my own schedules, work around what I want to work around. It'll definitely be a lot of work the first year that I go down there. There are, none, there are no other barbers that are probably going to work with me, so I'm going to be... I'm going to be the one in there mm-hmm. until I find someone I know who's like, yeah, I'll, I'll step in and I'll help you. And then I can, once I get four or five barbers in the shop, I'm like, okay, now I can expand and I can get bigger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, first couple of years probably is going to be, I mean, it'll probably be great money because I'll be the one making it all, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to be able to travel the next couple of years before we have four kids. That's the goal. Next couple of years, you're on a tight schedule there. I am. It's a tight schedule. But I think we can make it happen with a lot of hard work. Um, got a good wife, supports it. So, Yeah, it's cool stuff. Yeah. All right, well, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you for being on, Philip. Quite the story. All, always funny stories with, with Philip. Did you even know, like, half of that? No, no. <laughs> it's, it's like, huh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I know it wasn't all things. directly related to lawn care, but everyone's got a story, and... and uh, I'm glad to have been able to be a part of Philip's journey. So, thanks, guys, for listening to this. Be sure to follow the show. Uh, we're also all over social media. And if you guys can do one thing for me, go to our website, themotivated.com, T-H-E-M-O-W-T-I-V-A-T-E-D.com, themotivated.com, and uh, subscribe to our free newsletter. And uh, you're going to get access, access to uh, some private YouTube videos that are going to talk about we got some stuff coming up about how to bid commercial properties as a minor, so that should be really interesting. So, yeah. Um, Six months, me and Caleb will also be bodybuilders by then. Yeah, so. <laughs> we've got quite the gym life. You better believe it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we appreciate the support. Give us a five-star review, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace out. Thank you so much for watching. Watching. This is an audio podcast you didn't watch. Open your eyes. You're not listening anymore.